0: This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 71. (laughs) wizard's Nightshirt, this is episode number 71 hi i'm scott and here with me our underwear inspector number
1: five four six will um this one's got a lot of pull and a lot of give and i don't know what this is over here but it's ready for market
0: and with a better job the <laughs> guitar inspector number one rebecca
2: whittly, whittly, this one doesn't shred right
0: oh
1: smash uh, it <laughs> I don't, I don't,
2: I don't I, like, I don't know. How do we choose when, jobs if, in this society? If you were, I thought you were like underwear inspector, like after it's on. Because no, then no, no, you'd no, be no, like, no, no, no,
0: no. He's not a mom. He's no, not
1: a mom. I, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I decided this, I was ready to market. Tweet? Is there
0: two fingers? Can I get two fingers down in
2: there? Like, sir, I do not need to see you in your underwear. It's like, <laughs> but I thought this was part of the job. I'm
1: like, you're just trying to make my job as bad as possible. Like, I don't need Doesn't, to have a human does, model. Does, or does, I just...
0: Does, doesn't that happen In ladies lingerie stores Don't they have like A fitter
2: For but like bras and stuff Probably Oh okay They don't come in I don't know if Not they, in the
0: store <laughs> In pre-market. the store Yeah Well the store.
2: like They, they Hi they like, I'm
0: your fitter today
2: yeah, That sounds like Something that someone Could get away with If they don't Have that <laughs> Nobody get any ideas Okay uh, Retail space in, in, in brick and mortar stores Is already dying We don't need We don't need y'all out there Messing everything up For everybody <laughs>
0: All right, but today, today, <laughs> at the Wizard's Night shirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Master of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 2, Episode 22, The Inspector. Uh, the air date was November 7th, 1986, and on this day, someone found out how big a knife is because <laughs> the number one movie in America was Crocodile Dundee. For seven weeks in a row, holy cow! Yeah, I remember. Probably I probably made at it. least fifty million dollars too.
1: That was a lot. <laughs> I remember watching watching it several times when it came out. It was, it was in the a theater. Deal. I think so. Really? I, I, or Maybe I watched the sequels in the theater. I don't remember, but oh. so, yes, yeah, several several times. Big deal. Big deal. All right. Uh,
0: in this episode, Adam and Adora go undercover as Horde inspectors to stress out Hordek.
1: Who am I? Well, are you expecting an inspector or aren't you? You're the inspector!
0: Uh, so, I don't know, do you guys uh, do you guys ever dress up as an inspector and go to a, <laughs> a major warlord and try to inspect his arms? Yes, I've I, I like done that? that
2: several times. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> all right.
0: Or, or maybe just, you know, had some stories about inspecting things or you liked Inspector Gadget a lot. We, we
2: all liked Inspector Gadget, didn't we? We're just quick consensus on that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great that. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. But, but Which is incidental, but important nonetheless. Okay, so I, I believe I have mentioned on this podcast before that I worked at Dollywood during the summer when I was a teen. So that's hilarious. And yes, and, and I know it's hilarious. Um, at the time, it was not hilarious. It smelled it like
0: was, corn dogs a lot. It was
2: corn dogs and, and the heat and the, and the sweltering, sweltering heat and the... Steam rising up off the asphalt in the Tennessee sun. It was not fun. But I remember, like, they had some, like, a couple of dudes. Oh, what was the lady's name? Ah, I'm not going to remember. Her name was Miss Lily, I think. And then she had an old man counterpart. And they were in, like, costumes, like... Uh, Victorian parasol and he had like a bunch of like a vest with a bunch of buttons and he looked all jaunty and they were like these cute little character people and you're like oh look at these cute little character people wandering around but their job was to go around all of the non-fun workers and like spy on them a little bit and like see how you were doing but like not in in an overt way but just like how do you like working here and then like I was young and very honest at the time I'd be like I'd be like oh it's okay I only got stung like five times today. (laughs) And he would be like, that was a good day. He would be like, well, I love it. I think it's the greatest job in the world. I'm like, you have a better job than me. Like I remember telling him that one time. I was that's like, so so ins- when he, that's which so is insidious hilarious
1: how they uh, ha- how they dressed up to get you to take your guard down. I it's know. Like, she'll understand. I can unload on Ms. Lily and she'll understand my troubles. It's
2: like you know, and I'm pretty sure they were like reporting all the times you you know weren't rootin' tootin' enough or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it was, but I I never got in trouble for anything. So I'm assuming my team two didn't uh, count against
1: me. Was one of them uh, really aggressive and attentive to what you're doing, and one of them was quiet and taking notes.
2: Oh uh, well, yeah, I think the, the the dude was really like chatty, but Miss Lillian was the sneaky one. Like she gonna she gonna tell on you? Because he's don't know what he's, you're doing. he's
1: warming you up, and she's taking notes.
2: Yeah, it was kind of like good cop bad cop. Okay. Although they didn't often go around together, but you see Miss Lillian to be like she's spying. Mm-mm. I ain't telling you nothing, Miss Lillian. You're not gonna learn anything about the corn dogs I've pilfered. I think you get. Uh. <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yes, it did. I didn't really work with corn dogs. <clears throat> Food may have been changed to protect myself.
1: I think teens need a lot of inspections. What, do you remember? They probably. Do. do you remember in school one of the scariest days? It could happen. It was going to happen like once a semester was the dreaded notebook check. You remember that? Did you get a notebook check in school?
0: No. What is that?
1: Oh, that's when that's when the teacher comes around to see if you have been doing all these assignments. They never check up on, and, they, and you're supposed to have it set up in your in your notebook.
2: Like a journal.
1: Yeah, like your, things you're supposed to be doing every week and every day, but they never check on it except for once a year, and so you slowly stop doing it.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> Why would you do it?
1: Because they do a notebook check.
2: Did she tell you when it's gonna be? No.
1: It's, a, oh, surprise. it's just a surprise. It's a horrible surprise. So
2: they are <laughs> forcing you to police yourself and do these terrible assignments yes. via the panoptic power of the threatened exactly. notebook check. Exactly. You don't know when the notebook is looking at you or when she's gonna look at it, but you may you have to do it. What, you I, do those. what I
1: found was if you. It's kind of what you would think. If you bookended it smart, you could get away with it. You do the first ones, uh-huh. and then if you hear tell that they're going is, is uh-huh. coming up, or another class warned you, they come out of there sweating and upset, and and their book bags are rummaged through and everything. If you can do the most recent one, you're okay. Or if you just flip through them fast and talk a lot, which is what I did, I would be like, see, "Oh, you see? have to like
2: take your teacher on a guided mm-hmm, tour they of they your notebook." By. Yeah,
1: you you know what I was like. And you with know Darryl. what's
2: funny too, because I'm sure I'm sorry, I'm sure you were terrified, but you know the teacher just. Did it that way because she didn't want to grade all the time that's exactly right yeah exactly she't right. she don't care
1: well you can imagine how they are hunched over a grade book as they visit each person's desk individually uh, but I think you're right I think I th- it
2: was her own notebook check as well. She's like, I have not taken nearly enough you know grades what? here.
1: You know uh-huh. what? I, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but uh, my best friend in high school actually did this. He called the teacher's bluff on uh, her grade book because um, he got a failing grade for like a whole grade, even though he was smart. And he just was like, no, I know I know, she doesn't even grade anything. I know it's a mess. I've seen it when she comes around. There's like, It was like tic-tac-toe in her grade book. And they, uh, he, um, he questioned it with the office, and uh, they pretty much said, uh, yeah, he's going to get take that test again. Because I think when they opened up her grade book, it just looked like crop <laughs> circles in there.
2: <laughs>
1: <Aww>. <laughs> so share a notebook check. She also failed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's hilarious. It
1: was funny. Notebook checks are, are just inherently evil is what I'm talking I, about.
2: I, I, you know, I, yeah. I get you. People don't I need
1: checkups you. on things. Let's just be real and treat each other like humans, okay? We don't need inspections.
0: Yeah, I had that in art class. Like you, you weren't sketchbooking enough or something. I'm yeah. like, I sketch a little bit. Like I don't, I don't like. I do my other projects. God, <laughs> you have to go down to, to the like, boardwalk and
2: draw goals. Like, like we, we, we,
0: had to turn in our like uh, sketchbooks like at quarters or semesters or whatever, and uh, they they would like make notes through them. Like what is this? Like what is that? Like do they draw I'm, on like, your painting? So- did yeah, they write well, it on like, your yeah, painting yeah like they, they, they write but that's like, your sketch. on the side yeah that ruins yeah, your sketch you well they even, went right like, in the middle of it oh. it was like off to the side yeah but wouldn't
1: that annoy you it was like don't it write on my stuff like Put a yeah note. like,
0: like why, they're like what is this like this is like my this is like random thoughts and they're <laughs> like why don't you explore this more and it's like why would I explore that more like I don't it's already like, a
2: drawing I'm not gonna draw more on the drawing <laughs> plus
1: that's weird because your husband's the model for our class like you do it there no
0: explanation like it was just like it was just like random thoughts and what you're just this? like you're grading your random
1: thoughts <laughs> there's a right and wrong yeah, to art
2: exactly I was gonna say that does seem very hard to assign any kind of a grade to something like that I, I mean aside was... from the fact where it's like we told you to draw a dog and this is clearly a picture of you know I don't know a tire <laughs> I, don't know <laughs> you, I don't know what you draw in art school
1: <laughs> Rebecca why don't you explore that some more
2: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Like since I've worked in a couple of different restaurants and stuff. You know, you get health inspection and stuff like that. But there was a restaurant... Well, I, I think I was always there. I used to work at Red Lobster. Red Lobster had their own inspectors that were like... Oh. Oh, they were they lobsters?
1: Were they, were they lobsters? They were do they, dress like they lobsters? lobsters? Did they, like <laughs> no. they dress like lobsters? <laughs>
2: no. no. I just want to know if they were lobsters. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: giant lobsters, yeah. No, and they and they, they were like more... Uh, strict than like the health department. The health department was like a, say a four out of ten. Like you, you made it. You did it. You, you, you know your food. Uh, you're clearly
1: you're, observing you're a, the five second rule. That yeah. will work. All right. Yeah.
0: And uh, Red Lobsters was at, like a nine. Mm-hmm. So like you would as a Red Lobster restaurant, you should never ever fail a health uh-huh. inspection. Well, that's because that's good to know. Because That is good to know. Because we have a higher one. And if you actually fail the Red Lobster one, they'll close your restaurant. Oh, and interesting. Have them yeah
2: The lobs is looking out for you Yeah You hear that everyone?
0: Well not anymore They don't own them anymore
2: Oh Red Lobster doesn't <laughs> own Red Lobster
0: Darden Yeah
2: <laughs> Who owns Red Lobster? I don't know
0: who owns Red Lobster now But they sold it
2: Who owns everything Clawful. in the sea? Clawful Clawful owns, owns it. it Clawful owns it <laughs> <laughs> I'm boarding
0: inspection I got that inheritance <laughs> uh... I'll show them
1: This is Duncan. Who wants to test my shield while I throw things at you in Act One of Shira
2: So, uh, where they do not have Red Lobster restaurants. <laughs> Are
0: we talking about what now? I don't know. <laughs> so, so it, where were we supposed to like with that pan out shot of the world, or the pan in shot? I guess. Uh, were we supposed to know that was Eternia?
2: I guess, like, thinking upon it again, I suppose I would have known that that was Eternia when I thought about it a little harder. Because like, I always notice that they have, like, it vaguely looks like Earth, and then where mm-hmm. the U.S. would be, there's a bunch of mountains. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, how you draw Eternia in space. Although I didn't really put it together right away, because I was too busy thinking about the fact that while there, this is glorious shot of, of space panning in all its glory, I was like, oh my god... One day, we're going to see Lookie in a space shot, and I'm going to be so angry. Like, I was just thinking about that. Like, I better not see Lookie. I better not see Lookie in space. Luckily, I did not. He was not there.
0: He was just floating there frozen.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like on the new Star Trek, on Star Trek Discovery, how the Klingons, like, they shoot their tubes off their ship of the people, and they all, like, float and, never mind. Lookie's going to do You're that. You're just trying to
1: look for a looky tomb.
2: <laughs> I just, I, I, do want to put Lookie in a tomb.
1: You know who might be going in a tomb is He-Man, because the way Duncan likes to test all his inventions is to attack people with them. Watch out, He-Man. Here it comes. Time to see how this shield works. So he's running He-Man through a gauntlet to test this new laser shield, and... Uh, And so I guess he'll know it doesn't work if he strikes (laughs) He-Man with the (laughs) rays and it fails.
2: Well, I mean, it was what, freezing and stone rays? I guess. Okay, so, you know, it's not going to kill He-Man. It's
1: unpleasant, though, to test things with Duncan. I would think so. Like, why can't it help you with a soil sampler again?
2: Uh, He's going to put you through the paces.
1: So we know this shield's going to come back later. Even though I think we saw this shield being tested in the... uh, arcadia episode uh, uh but but anyway it's he's, back
2: he's he's been doing some improvements on it yeah so it's we, 10 times shieldier now
1: Well, we'll know there's to be something to block later uh, do,
0: you, do, you, do you also feel like Keyman's showing up in a
1: lot more episodes these days <laughs> i think so it okay, does seem right. like
2: we see him a lot they want All to right. use him
1: in the properties some more i get they, they haven't figured out spinoffs yet it's weird seeing how they had to experiment kind of messily with stuff back then
0: because well, it's been what like like three years since he's been on air four years
1: something like that yeah yeah
0: i don't know i was just i was just interested cuz the last a uh, couple couple of the ones that i had he was in them too mm-hmm. and yeah. i'm like is he just showing up more cuz they just want to use whatever but i don't know
2: so. they really must have wanted to trot him out as much as possible because plot wise as we'll get into um I think we could argue That we didn't Maybe necessarily Need He-Man For this adventure He was just like Fun to but why invite not? But yeah. why not Yes And so he gets An urgent call From Sorceress On the brain phone It looked
1: painful This time Hear
2: me He-Man summon you. It did look yeah. painful. And by the way, can you think of anything more horrifying as an adult than like someone being able to bypass all mm. notification settings and go right into your brain in a phone call. Like that is like my nightmare. Like my phone is perpetually on do not disturb mode. I'm like, I'll look at you when I look at you, phone. <laughs> Wouldn't you hate that? <laughs> Some would you argue you don't need a
0: phone. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I have like a, a, a wrist item, the watch, whatever fitness device that tell, that like Like, my phone's never, the ringer's never on, and, like, it'll just, like, beep at me or whatever. I'm like, nah, I don't want to answer that.
2: Yeah, no, I think we all feel that way, right? Can you imagine that you had to answer it whenever it rang? That would just make you so resentful and upset.
1: E-Man, what's wrong? Hey man, this energy broker says that they can get us a better rate on your gas bill. <laughs> oh my God! Don't answer that, sorceress.
2: <laughs> she she falls for every telemarketing scam. Then she feels like she has to pass it on to him. Hey man,
1: they gave me a quarter in the envelope. That means we'll be guilty if we don't
2: pay them back. It's true. They sent me these free address labels, and now I must give them a donation. Like no, sorceress, you really don't. You really don't have to. He says he could give me an estimate on the lawn service. Sorceress, you don't have a yard. There's no grass. No. (laughs) So, but this time it's important because Adora needs his help, and so he zoops over to Castle Grayskull to talk to Adora and Madame Raz in the magic mirror. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I was okay.
1: I was a little, I was a little upset seeing Madame Raz in the mirror. It was a little weird. Castle Grayskull. I feel like this is a place of, uh, like. Ancient august dignity. And seeing Madame Raz there, be like, "How you doing?" I was did like, "Oh, know, come on now." Did
0: you uh, did you did you notice too? Like, uh, she's supposed
1: to live outside. She, she, <laughs> in the camp. See, <laughs> <She, laughs> uh,
0: did you notice? Uh, she's like, we sent our strongest warriors, and uh, Dora got away, and then she's the one talking. So it's like <laughs> she didn't go with him. That's funny. <laughs>
2: I wasn't invited.
0: <laughs> they didn't want me there. I
2: don't know why not. I don't get invited to brunch either.
0: Broom got invited. <laughs>
2: Oh, dearie my, you're a sight for sore eyes
1: Okay, so the mirror people give us the lowdown on what's ha- what's happening How how we uh, arrived at this urgent situation
2: Yes, which uh, basically uh, the rebels got pulled into a horde ambush And during said ambush, like all of the good fighters got taken to the fright zone And Adora lost her sword so
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was bad It was real bad <laughs> was like, Undo, oopsie. undo <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that you know. You want to
1: reload that mission?
2: <laughs> did not go well.
0: I did like how uh, what's his name, the the bad guy, the hokey oh,
1: guy. The guy, yeah. There was a guy who set them up for this ambush. Uh, his name is Spister, we'll Spicer. Spicer,
0: there you go. Sp- I I like how Spicer and Hoarders are just like. Or Hordak is like standing off to the side and he's like handing him a big bag of money. Uh, Oh, it had a... Yeah, the
1: bag had a dollar sign on (laughs) it. Like he was a Looney Tunes villain. That was was so funny. What is that? The the dollar sign on the bag was cracking me up.
2: He tricked us into walking right into a Horde ambush. Yeah, they they, um, have that look repeated for the Horde scumbags, the human Horde scumbags this episode, which is kind of like the pale blue... With the uh, red accent cows, which mm-hmm. I think is a smart look. That's mm-hmm. my it, it, coincidentally, it happens to be my convention colors. Our palette was inspired by the Darwin Cook Superman. I'm sure that that's what the Horns palette is as well. It's not okay, mm-hmm. but nah, that's because we ate
1: something poison.
2: <laughs> like Spicer <laughs> looks great with his upsetting punch and his skinny red belt and uh, his cowl that he has. Uh, you know, he, he's not. Uh, We've never seen him before. We never will again, right? I mean, he's I just a. I don't
1: think so. Yeah,
2: he's just a but his, side dude. But
1: his voice is the Jarvon voice. Remember the old wizard, Jarvon the gas wizard? Oh, yeah. It's Jarvon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't get a good look at everyone who got captured. It didn't seem like everyone. Who did you remember? It was Bo and Uh Natasha. And this is the first time I got to see Uh Natasha. Like, I've not seen her yet. So I was excited. But I was like, well, how come she had to get captured when I saw her? I wanted to see her powers of tossing.
1: Oh, so
0: she was like a thing?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she and um, Spinnerella were uh, friends she was like one of the she's like a grown princess she was one of the party princesses who's who's grown up now
2: yeah 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 so this is my first time seeing mm-hmm. her although in a very limited capacity since she got captured but we didn't see anybody else it's like they were lazy when they were animating they're like i'm not drawing 10 princesses i'm not gonna buy draw natasha and glimmer and frosta i can't do all that like it's just it was too much and then there were just some randos they're like, just throw them in there. There's and then... some
1: Robin Hood, Merry Men looking folks back yeah. there. That's about it.
2: All the best fighters, apparently. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll come to Etheria just as fast as the sorceress can open a dimensional gate.
2: Thanks, brother. I knew I could count on you.
1: This is Inspector Derby!
2: and it's time to change your furnace filter and listen to Act 2 of She-Ra. Greetings, your prime, miss. I have, I have called to tell you. I am sending Inspector Dark to visit Ethereum. Meanwhile, um, Hordak is being depressed, which I love how he's constantly moody. By the way, that's one of my favorite things about Hordak is just sitting around being depressed and moody, um, because he's just gotten yelled at by Horde Prime on the picture phone because he just can't close a deal with these rebels. What's the deal, Hordak?
1: He's he's uh like lower lower level corporate leadership and so it's hilarious because he's just he has all the responsibility but none of the glamour and he's always put upon and ex- exhausted i so i i love the corporate horde structure that makes me <laughs> I laugh i like
0: it too yeah yeah The bit, uh yeah it, it's it's strange because he's got he had to have gotten him a lot of slaves you know Oh, for past. horde prime yeah you mean? like you would think and man, well maybe maybe that's originally how he got in power is he got him a bunch of slaves at once and then after that he kinda just like he could he couldn't like couldn't close a deal.
2: And then also apparently he does have a problem with slaves constantly escaping <laughs> mm-hmm. This is true. Which Horde Prime yells at him about. Um which that was also funny because Hordex has like, look, I've got like the best rebels in jail right now and Horde Prime is like, you are going to lose them. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that was funny.
2: <laughs> yes, and knowing you, they'll probably all escape before Dogby arrives. <laughs> And so Hordak orders the, the cells be super, super guarded. And then Horde Prime tells him that he is going to send an inspector. And not just any inspector, Inspector Darkney, who is apparently a big deal.
1: A uh, recognizable name. Yeah.
2: yeah, so yeah, Hordak knows who he is.
1: Can, can I return to the corporate oh, Hordak yes. for just a yes. second? <laughs> It cracked me up, too, how much this is like work because as soon as he gets yelled at by his boss, he has to come make everybody's life in his department miserable. So they know like, oh, he probably just talked to Horde Prime because now all of a sudden these projects that we were all agreeing about are a huge deal, everything we did wasn't good enough, and it's somebody else's fault. So it's like we know he talked to... He had a a one-on-one with his boss. He got a bad review.
2: Now, that's pretty funny because it doesn't normally warrant mentioning. We usually do this podcast at night but this time we're recording right after work and i wonder if, <laughs> if that feeling is uh maybe related to that fact i don't this is know just,
1: this is just this is just general corporate every, this every well, every is, corporate though. structure that's just a, well, a truism somebody
2: yells at you and then you yell at somebody else and then it's yeah. this this vicious vicious cycle of yelling until the one person who does any work will like actually do it
1: and that's what you go to school for
2: and it's like one horde trooper out there just trying to keep it all together. <gasps> he can't do it.
1: and I'm patting yourself on the back, Spicester. I want you to put a double, no make that a triple god on these prisoners. She-Ra!
0: He-Man! He-Man!
1: Alright, now, He-Man and She-Ra have come through the portal into Etheria, and right when they get there, Mantenna attacks them, and... That made me laugh so much when uh, Mantena's surprised that He-Man's there because it's like Mantena's indignant. He's like, you don't live here. (laughs) 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 Like, he shouldn't have to fight him. He's like, you don't even live here. Go home. It's in your neighborhood.
2: Yeah, also, Mantena has no prayer against He-Man and She-Ra together. Well, Adora at this point Mm -hmm. because she still doesn't have her sword bag. But it's like, that's yeah, that's never going to work. But he valiantly tries anyway. Mm, Hey, guy's Freeze.
1: This is a little complicated in the plot, so while they're fighting and have a little skirmish, Inspector Darkney is flying overhead in his ship, and he sees the melee happening below him, so he says to uh, pull in and and dive down there. But in the process, uh, She-Ra and He-Man bring his plane down, and they go to retrieve Darkney as he jettisons in a parachute.
2: Yes, and he gets entangled in his own parachute. We found this delightful soul tangled in his own parachute. Who is he anyway? Inspector Darkney is my name. I am Inspector General of Hard World. Now, when he talks, Will, would you not agree that this is the voice that Wallace Shawn should also be Yeah, doing? he
1: really should.
2: He <laughs> really was.
1: was... Mm, I'm buttoning up here, he man. <laughs> I mean, it was basically,
2: you know. Hmm. And, and then it matches his look, too, because he's got...
1: It's my inspecting.
2: Pointy, <laughs> pointy things about him. Pointy ears, a monocle, you know, he's got the pale blue and the red, but some purple and some blue knee guards. So, you know, he's got a sharp look, so you can tell. He's kind of
1: got like this, he's like, like part bat. All he's got like a fishy look. He's sort of like a, Drowned man, sort of,
2: countenance. <laughs> a he's little so, bit, he's yeah. He's sort of
1: interesting. Yeah,
2: he looked. He had a good look. Yeah,
1: he was. He was. He's. He's kind of cool. I've seen him in one episode before, where he came and made Hordak's life miserable. It was really. Oh, have
0: you? Okay. It was a lightning round. <laughs>
1: So, Madam Raz and she have the idea that Prince Adam can go undercover as Inspector Darkney to find the Rebels and release them. I
2: think they both had the idea at the same time. Because it was just like, are you thinking what I'm
1: thinking? Yeah, that or, you right. know,
2: something like that. I'm
1: hearing it, yes.
2: I know what you're thinking, Adora.
1: And, oh, well, yeah. Sure thing, madam. And I love how he, <laughs> I love how he, that's pretty good. I like how He-Man says, I get it. He did yeah. not. <laughs> he did not get it. He did not get it, no. <laughs> oh, I get it. I don't know if it's the way he said it or what made me laugh so much. Like you know, he does that a lot. Mm-hmm. Just what I was thinking.
0: Uh-huh. He mans intelligent.
1: Yep. <laughs>
2: yeah, he clearly did not.
1: Point
0: which way.
2: Yeah. Uh, that was funny <laughs> How do you
0: put This beard on What
2: And yes yeah, So that is the plan That they are going To have Adam Pretend Or He-Man He's just He-Man Pretend to be uh, Inspector Darkney By putting on His clothes While they And a
1: beard That Darkney Does not have
2: Okay right And a costumed beard And also Oh, well, they don't want
0: To know that it's He-Man
2: See, so, yeah, so just can't be too recognizable, and the only beard they had on hand was brown. It's the only <laughs> costume they have. <laughs> so... It's
0: like reverse Hulk Hogan. Yeah,
2: It is reverse Hulk Hogan. I was sitting there racking my brain oh, trying to funny. think of who do we reverse know with a brown beard and, like, blonde hair and black eyebrows? Because that's what He-Man yeah. was rocking at that point. Yeah. It's three different hair colors on three different parts of his head. I could not think of anybody because I was like, does Greg like did did Greg Almond have a little brown brown beard and blonde <laughs> hair? Because I always <sighs> want to think about the Almond brothers, you know. he my been life. working out, but he didn't though. He had a blonde beard. When you look, you wouldn't think, but he did. And I'm like, I could the only person I could think of is PewDiePie has brown hair and blonde wait backwards brown beard, but not like a you know proper beard. And I, I can't think of anybody.
0: I've I've seen baseball pitchers. Have like a black beard. They dyed it. They dyed their beard black, and then had like blonde hair.
1: Do you remember when that the, does not
2: sound like a good look? Do no, you, it was quite. <laughs>
1: it was just, yeah. Do you remember when the Philadelphia Phillies were the scariest looking men on planet Earth? Like in the early '90s, the Phillies were like the roughest crew, and they were just just did not want to be charging the mound on them or anything. And they all had
2: like what the crazy who done beards. That? Who done? Oh, we yeah, I, I feel we should look this up so we can look at their beards. <laughs> So Lenny Dykstra had a mullet, mullet. There a small we go. There we go. In uh, in 1990, it's a little, it's a rough and tumble mullet.
1: Mm-hmm. Kurt Schilling was, yeah, that, that's right. Oh, and John Crook, yeah. There's some, yeah, there's, that would be good. So. The Philadelphia Phillies are here to inspect our castle. <laughs> the, 90,
2: the, the 1990 Philadelphia Phillies. The
1: 1990 Phillies. Philadelphia Phillies are here to get us. Oh, God, they're, like, they're like a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's exactly
1: right. Yeah. And Filmation did it. That's funny. And, and and Madame Raz only had the costumes she had. It's like, for some reason, it's the Phillies, and they're dressed like Ninja Turtles. It's like, that's the only costumes we had. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's
1: very confusing. Very confusing. That is a good plan, sis.
2: Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm.
1: This is Inspector Adam, and it's time for Act 3. Make a note of it. You're the inspector, you say? I was expecting Inspector Darkney. Inspector Darkney is tied up right now. I am here in his place. Okay, so He-Man shows up there in his new outfit. He's got the beard. We- okay.
2: Also, can we just? Why in the world did we really think that Darkney and He Man are the same size? Yes, he, he would looks- have ripped that. Clo- he would have just ripped that outfit all the way up. Uh, it was form fitting. It's like
0: a girdle in the back. You just you just loosen it in the back, and the cape but covers it.
2: Do you think it's like a hospital gown where like he's got some gap back there, and you do not want to see? <laughs> well, that, I, most
0: most armor, like the. I mean, his chest would probably be too large for the armor. But if it's like if it's like an actual like plate of armor. Like it's you know, you you lace kinda, it up in the back like it, a corset? Well you lace it up on the sides.
2: Oh okay, like a so corset. So if he was
0: bigger, like it would just sit different on him. He would just was he would just
2: have bro vents. Yeah, like hey, I, but but have today. but
0: the shirt and the pants and stuff he would definitely rip out of those leggings. I I,
2: I feel that he could not fit in those little leggings.
0: I'm sure Bo would give up some purple leggings. Yeah, he head.
2: probably had some. He's probably closer in size to He Man. They're like, <laughs> We went through Bo's clothes. And then we played dress up in his closet. <laughs> he had lots of swell capes.
1: Inspector Dartney, did you know you are the size of the strongest man in the universe?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. She <laughs>
1: So, oh, yes, yeah, oh, oh, so, yeah. so, sorry,
2: yeah, so...
1: so He-Man's he got this uh, Spanish conquistador Kuros and it's got the little horde symbol on it in his beard, and he comes in, and Adora is dressed up in, uh, like, a red robe and cloak with a little uh, electronic uh, iPad uh, Star Trek uh, recorder to take notes.
2: Now, Adora really should have done something to her face, because if you, just get, just her face. if you just get one glimpse at her face, it's like, aren't you Adora that used to be, you know force captain of the horde, but now you're a traitor and we literally saw your face like the second you walked in here?
1: I don't think so.
0: No. Well, I mean, with the, yeah. With the, the, there's, yeah, that's why she wore the hood all the time, but it would be better if her face was like darkened or something. Like you couldn't really see any detail or, you know, like the hood like covered it or something. How do you get an
2: orco look to your face? (laughs) Like Shadow Weaver. Yeah. Yeah, how do you make your face retreat into a hood to where you can't see your face at all, but just shadows? You have to
1: get one of those party city disguise costumes that have like the mesh thing over them they're all the all the the best costumes (laughs) have those
2: like the jawas yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> so they got this great bit when they come in, and I never got tired of it in this episode, where they find something wrong, and then Prince Adam will turn to a door and say, make a note of it. Hmm, squeaky doors, not good, not good, make a note of that. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. So
2: he takes on the role of pretend inspector with aplomb. He is having a great time. It's a time. great
1: gig for uh, Prince Adam, who's, like, kind of sassy and, like, kind of funny he's got a sense of humor I really learned to appreciate him as the series went on he's kind of funny it
2: was pretty funny yeah and I came to the conclusion that he must have studied under many faces for Mm -hmm. uh, for, for his acting bit
1: that's a funny idea
2: he got him some chops Improv, father. Yes, and this door is squeaky.
1: Yeah, so we got squeaky door. Uh, Adora trips a bunch of horde troopers to make them fall, and so it looks like his troopers are untrained. And then they ask to see the prisons, which of course is their opportunity to scout and see where the rebels are being held. And they do, in fact, see all the frozen icicle people inside one of the cells. And they're pretty savvy, and they trick Hordak into demonstrating the strength of those cells and end up trapping him in one of his own jails. Well, he just gets
0: in, and and he's like, like, lock it. And they're like, okay. (laughs) This is pretty easy. (laughs) Sure, not a problem. See, I can't get out. Uh, All right,
1: (laughs) if you insist.
0: How do they get unfrozen? Do they show that? I don't think they show that.
1: They may have just cut this and we just took it for granted. I'm not even I don't sure. know before you just punched Duncan in the face. <laughs> uh, and that did it. <sighs> Thanks. So
0: I'm sure they just like punched it and then it broke. Well,
1: I'm 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 assuming since Hordak's out of the way and he's the inspector, he can go touch whatever controls he wants and they end up putting everybody in trooper armor and just marching right out of the place.
2: Okay, yeah. A couple of notes on this. Thing number one. Um, also, conveniently, Adora sees her sword just lying, kind of on the oh, ground. Oh yeah, there. she
1: just—it wasn't even a priority on the mission. It was like a like an optional bonus points for so the mission. So I'm
2: thinking maybe they do need an inspector there. If they're just like toss it on the ground,
1: yeah. yeah it was just like <laughs> buy
0: some other random stuff.
2: It's just laying there. It's just totally junk, and I thought that was funny. It's like, oh, here that is. Yeah, yeah. No, they they really need to carry out that inspection if that's what they're doing that's with funny. their captured objects. Well,
1: it's such an afterthought for Adora she didn't even like Kev's like oh yeah my sword let's go get let's do that bonus mission
2: yeah she was just having fun either way she just liked the acting too (gasps) my sword good work Adam
1: I was talking about her sword that also reminded me when they were first telling He-Man about this mission I really enjoyed how Sorceress kept ignoring all the stuff about her friends getting st- getting uh, captured because she didn't know them. She's like, yes, Adora, go back to the sword part. The sword that I gave you that is the key to saving the universe.
2: <laughs> that is funny. Like, she really should have been more concerned she about kept, the sword. And Adora
1: kept, it kept escaping her. It was really funny.
2: Now they're locked away in the dungeons of the Fright Zone. What about your sword, Adora? Did you get it back? She's unbothered. She should have been more bothered. Okay, now, here's where I'm bothered, though. So, they sneak out in Horde Trooper armor. Uh Uh-huh. Now, early in the series, they had... Adam sneak into the Fright Zone wearing Horde Trooper armor. However, repeatedly, and even later in this episode, they have established that the Horde Troopers are robots. So which one is it? Are they people who can wear armor? Are they robots that just look like armor? Or are they little robots that put on armor? And that's the only thing that makes any sense. Which one is it?
0: I feel like it's an ectoskeleton. It's like, you put armor on top of it.
1: So they're just a bunch of naked, like, uh, robot wire viscera corpses shivering in the corner <laughs> <Yeah>. somewhere. <laughs> well, they
0: wouldn't, wouldn't have to be with room.
2: It's yeah. like, it's like that, uh, the Simpsons episode with the funzos, where yeah. they're like, I see oh, well, that, Yeah, well, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: they That's what they look like without the armor. But it's like, okay, well, is it armor, or is it a robot? Because, like, what I understand about robots, It's robot is, armor. Which is you know clearly a lot but don't you have to solder some things to the pieces like
1: i don't think so don't i, th- you? I think you just i think you just cut out what you need and i mean it comes so, to life it
2: could, like
0: snap on and stuff right like like if if you made the center part like okay. the, like the human the, uh, the human bone part or whatever you make the bones it all fits and in then the bones. and then basically you kind of snap the arms on and stuff or you could just snap the arms on see
1: okay. i was just being obnoxious i, yeah. I don't know but I was thinking about also Simon's ser- joke. This is serious, Will. talking about robots. Here, where they tell, <laughs> remember they tell Homer, it's like, Dad, that's why your robot didn't work. Because they see, see how that stuff inside?
2: That's why your robot didn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Wasn't it just a trash can
0: with like a broom? <laughs> uh,
1: sounds like trouble.
0: Sounds like Hordak.
1: All right, so Hordak <laughs> followed them on the way out. So Adora asks Bo and Natasha to take one for the team, and uh, escort all the sad sacks back to the camp while He-Man and She-Ra stay behind and whoop up on Hordak. So they scrap for a while, but they're able to lodge some boulder in a narrow pass to um, protect their escape as they they leave.
2: Yes, and it blocks Hordak from being able to get out at all, and that was a fun... You know, fight. You always like to see He-Man and Shira fight together. Yeah, they, I really they, they that. They coordinated
1: that really well. It was yeah. it was really fun. At one point, uh, I think one of the troopers had a funny line when he saw both of them, and he was said something like, uh, "I just had my oil change." <laughs> oh, that was cute.
0: I d- I loved his tank.
2: That's oh yeah, amazing. with the big face on it, yeah. yeah, like right in the the nose of it. That was very cool. I like that.
0: I don't know why dictators don't do that more often.
2: <laughs> it is a good look. It's something you want if to do. If you're gonna
1: be a megalomaniac, megaloma-
2: megalomaniac?
1: Yeah, a megalomaniac. <laughs> that's a, that's that's a must. is to put your face on things. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: especially tanks, especially on the front of it. Like
1: tank. a oh, that would be evil Mickey Mouse.
0: Scary. Like you have like red eyes or something, or like. And in the middle of the night, like it would just like crawl up on you, and like the red eyes would glow. <laughs>
2: Ooh.
1: That
0: sounds awesome. Yeah.
2: Um, also, I did like briefly during the fight scene. They had Hordak run, and he did the He-Man stop shuffle. <gasps> yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, that was
1: weird to see. It's
2: the run, 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 step forward, step forward, little step back, little step back. It's like the watermelon crawl. It's like line dancing. <laughs>
0: And it's oh, like Because he's running so fast, he has to, like, catch yeah. himself? Is that what you're, they oh, had Hordak yeah, do yeah, that yeah. one, too. It's that three-fourths yeah. overhead healed, shot.
2: Know, Come on, baby, let's go boot scooting. Like, it's like, that's what he's doing. I don't know. I don't know a lot of line dances. Don't worry about it.
0: Is there anything her sword cannot worry. become? I like that That question answered. Sword know. to discus. What?
1: What? That is a new one. We've seen...
0: Is Why don't you new. say
1: shield and throw the shield? Like... Yeah, we've seen S.H.I.E.L.D. and Helmet a lot and Lasso a lot. I think those are her go-tos. But in this one, we saw Discus and Pole.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pole. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, Pole,
2: yeah. Good to Pole. It could probably be most things.
0: Yeah, I don't see why not.
2: She could start getting really lazy with it, and then, you know, like, sword to lawnmower. Oh, sword
0: to fork. A sword to
2: fork, yeah. Sword it's to hairdryer. I'm it do, running late.
0: It, do, it doesn't get any smaller, though, and the fork's, like, gigantic.
2: Hordak, have I got a surprise for
0: you? Wait till you see! A surprise? What kind of surprise?
1: Now, we're back in the throne room with Hordak, and Spyster unveils a rebel spy that he captured for Hordak, and it's, it's the real Inspector Darkney. Hordak, you
2: miserable excuse for a hard commander! And so now they know each other. Both messed up, and Darkney does not have a leg to stand on in in his haughtiness, and he gets trapdoored. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, Hordak
1: loses it, and he puts his hands in his head in his hands and says all the "why me" stuff. So I like seeing I like seeing him in trouble and worried about his job. That makes me laugh.
2: Yeah, I do like that a lot. I like Hordak's angst. Why does everything
1: happen to me?
0: I did find it also, did they not? Obviously, they didn't take his clothes, and they had other Horde inspector clothes. Yeah, they wanted to use that <laughs> They wanted to use
1: that uh, costume. <laughs> also, definitely would not have fit He-Man.
0: Oh, it'd be hilarious if he put it on and He-Man stretched it all out and then put it back on. <laughs> it didn't work. Like
2: a, big, like a big T-shirt. I could also go swimming in it. <laughs> you know,
0: later. Uh, it's all stretched out.
2: Too bad. Yeah, so does that bring us to Lookie? Where Lookie says, love is having someone to help you.
1: Count on your pals.
2: Count on your pals. <laughs> okay, Lucky. No, Fair enough.
0: Thanks, Lookie. <laughs> <laughs> because
2: that's what love and families are all about. So, uh, are, we, are we ready to rate? I think so. Yeah, I mean... I guess I'll say this one was pretty by the book. It hit all the marks. I don't know if there was anything that really, really stood out for me in it. So uh, I actually didn't write a score down yet. Who wants to share their score?
0: Remember, a passing is 2.6.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, I, I feel that like... Are like, our- like you
0: talking <gasps> C average here? Well,
2: like, I feel like our idling score is about a 3.8, you know, which is it's just what I would be prepared to give this one. It's just about a, you know, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. Didn't hate it.
1: <laughs> I like this one a lot because it, oh, huh. oh. so, uh. it reminded me of some of the... Will liked it a lot. Oh, Will. It reminded me of the, like the, the old school She-Ra ones we would see because we got to see, like, even Mantena came back and we got to see some uh, Horde costumes. And Do I will... you remember Gri- Grizzler was also uh, in this? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Catra.
0: yeah, I mean, they actually had a lot of people in here. Now I think about it. They were just like little though And I, I think that's how they should be But go ahead Yeah,
1: so. yeah And, and it, I can forgive a lot Because of the gag Where He-Man was going around Inspecting things like, That was good Make a note of it I think that was hysterical <laughs> I, so. did,
2: I did enjoy that quite a bit I, yeah. d-
0: I do enjoy the bureaucracy stuff Just yeah I don't know, I'm gonna give this fun.
1: 4.3 bad reviews
2: Oh my lord Now I feel bad about my score
1: <laughs> Yeah I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give your score 2. <laughs> 2.8 bad reviews <laughs> Scott you're up for review Uh I wasn't gonna rate it that high. I don't. know. What- <laughs> I think also it's real hot in here because uh, it's right after work. That might also be messing with our minds.
2: Okay. So maybe make
1: me score real high and Rebecca real low.
0: Uh-oh. That
2: wasn't real low. What? Was I was gonna. Say, what
1: did you say again? Three
2: point eight. Oh, that's was, so
1: low. I was gonna say. I was gonna say three point six. So.
2: Oh yeah. We're so low. I'm about, oh,
0: that sounds okay, about right. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go up. Three point nine because Horde Prime was in it, and I did like the inspector stuff. Okay. Yeah. We're Rebecca says, I'm so off.
1: persuasive. You want to change yours to no, match
0: my No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I totally forgot about Horde Prime, though. I, I, that, that always adds a couple extra mm-hmm. points. And the tank. Four. It's four now. <laughs> okay. Four. okay. Right. Final, final. Excellent.
1: Final answer is four. All right. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Good all job, right. episode. Good right. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, so And we all agree it was a 4.9. <laughs> yes. Make a note of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that's our show for today. Next week, we'll review episode 119 of He-Man, Visitors from Earth, in which Earth astronauts are surprised to learn He-Man already knows everything about Christmas. Holy moly. How does he know that?
1: <laughs> if you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com.
0: If you have any questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at
2: you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes, or tell your house robot to play the Wizards' Night Shirt podcast.
0: We want to thank you for listening, and please remember: if you're going to impersonate an inspector, make sure he's your same size. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like these creatures. I mean extra large on
1: top. I am
2: Fighting be fightful, never dare to be
0: frightened. For one day is the last day, you'll face down
1: the horde. One day the water's no more. And this fake beard is
2: just what Adam needs. That is a good plan, sis. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know.
1: Oh, I have a confession. Actually, that reminded me. We we're talking about subjectivity in art. I thought a lot about that um, home ec assignment that I had with the uh, orange and, uh, and, and blue color wheel assignment in home ec. Remember, we were talking about that?
2: Yes, I remember.
1: I thought about it, and I think the reason I got such a bad grade is, that's true what I said about the tiles alternated colors, but it, actually, I did color the cabinets and the ceiling <laughs> also <laughs> with, with blue and orange. You but get I thought I here. wasn't allowed to use any, I, th- I thought I could only use those colors. So. <laughs> i explored those colors <laughs> <laughs> you explored <laughs> them real hard get yeah. in
2: here we we need a blue ceiling stat gonna look great that's terrible Followed
1: the assignment
2: and you followed it down a path some, that no one needs to go yeah, down some,
1: some would say the teacher did not explain the assignment well
0: <laughs> yeah there you go